Blog Talk Radio. Silvio Canto in Dallas, uh, Texas, on Saturday, December the 2nd. December, going by way too fast. Uh, I think I've said it before, but uh, I think somebody must have uh, really done something to the to the clocks here in the last years because days and months and years seem to be going by way too fast. Well, today we're going to, as we like to do on Saturdays, we're going to go back and revisit uh, part of an interview. Uh, that we did with Bill Katz, uh, the editor of Urgent Agenda. Uh, We're going to listen to a little bit of that. But before I do, let me uh, remind you that I have a post over at the American Thinker today regarding electrical cars. Electrical cars are simply not selling. And, you know, you get all kinds of explanations. Some people are trying to say that this is because people want to deny climate change or global warming or whatever they're pushing has nothing to do with that. It has to do with two realities about electric vehicles. The first one is that they're very expensive. Now, automobiles in general are expensive, but the electric cars are more expensive. And if you're talking about a car that is $50,000, $45,000 to $50,000, well, if you're going to finance a car like that, you're going to end up with a pretty big payment. And, uh, you know, that's just something that a lot of families cannot afford to do. So that's the first problem. The first problem is that they're very expensive. The second problem is that they're not very practical, particularly for people who live outside of cities. Now, if you if you are living in a city and you basically go to and from work or you're using the car to get around town, you know, take the kids here, uh, do some shopping, you know, the, the kind of routine that maybe, uh, let's say, a housewife would do in a city, in a community, and you're maybe driving 150 to a couple hundred miles a week, well, that's okay because you can charge it one night and, and that's all you have to do. But if you got to drive from Dallas to Houston or from Dallas to San Antonio or even Dallas to Austin, well, you're going beyond 200 miles, which means you got to stop somewhere and charge the car. And is, if you have not heard this, it's a heck of a lot longer to charge a car than it is to pump 15 gallons in, in an engine. So it, it, it's not a practical option, and they're very expensive. And that's the reason why they're not, uh, why they're not selling. Now, I'm not saying that the world is over uh, or that it's over for the electrical vehicles. I think that maybe if they were to do something about the range, if they could go from 200 to maybe 500, maybe that would change things. Maybe that would. I don't know. But at the moment, they're simply not a practical alternative. And having the government tell you that they're going to phase out fuel-driven cars and be driving nothing but electric cars in the year 2030, well, that's crazy. We're not going to get there. 
And you're already, you're already seeing, for example, the governor of Vermont, not exactly a conservative state, he's saying, wait a minute, these mandates are not realistic. These mandates are simply not realistic. They're politically driven, but they're not realistic when it comes to uh, economic uh, reality. So check out my post over at, uh, at the American Thinker. I also have a post that will be coming out Sunday uh, regarding Cuba, the fact that it was seven years ago that Fidel Castro passed away. And whatever hope there was for change has never materialized. Basically, uh, the new dictator is just as bad as the, dic- as the dead dictator. And that's, uh, that's the reality. That's the, the reality of, uh, of Cuba. Well, anyway, uh, I mentioned uh, that uh, we chatted with Bill Katz, the editor of Urgent Agenda. And we chatted with Bill about Disney, the company Disney. Disney's having some problems. And the problem is they're making movies that people don't want to watch. And that's a real problem. When you're doing something, you're, man- you're producing something or you're servicing something, whatever business you're in, production, service, whatever. If you're disconnected from your customers, you're going to have the problem that Disney's having. And the problem with Disney is they decided to make movies for them and not for their customers. They forgot who their customer is. Their customer is mom and dad and a couple of kids who want to be entertained in a wholesome way. They don't want to be lectured about climate change. They don't want to be lectured about transgenders. They don't want to be lectured about sexuality. They just want to be entertained. Take their kids to a movie and have a good time without any of this virtue signaling that's coming out of these uh, out of that network. So they're having a problem. And we talked about this uh, with my friend uh, Bill Katz, the editor of urgent agenda. So we'll talk to Bill right after we take a quick break. Hi, everybody. This is uh, Silvio Canto in Dallas, uh, Texas, on Monday, November the 27th. I want to wish my sister a happy birthday. She was born on on this day many, many uh, years ago, so happy birthday to my sister. Today, we're going to be chatting with our good friend Bill Katz, the editor of Urgent Agenda. Lots to get into, lots to get into this uh, first show after Thanksgiving. So let me say hello to Mr. Bill Katz. How are you, Bill? Well, just reason, reasonably fine, Silvio, given the events of the world, but reasonably fine. It's very gloopy weather here in New York, uh, and it matches the condition of the city. That's right. That's right. Well, let me, let me bring up an interesting topic, and I want to give credit to our friends over at the Power Line because they wrote about this here in the last few hours, and that is the Disney Company. The Disney Company is admitting publicly that I guess the people who make their movies are not making movies for the people who buy them. I mean, there's yes. a mismatch. Apparently, they're, 
they have other purposes for making movies. At one time, and you know this better than I do, having worked on television, there was a time when the whole point of, of having a program or making a movie was to, to please your fans or the, the people who paid money to, to go to these movies. Now it looks like, you know, Disney is on a mission to save the world, but in the process, they're destroying uh, the company. If I was a shareholder, I might be concerned about that, uh, Bill. I, I would, too. Uh, uh, I've never, I, I don't quite understand it. Apparently, from what I do know, there was an internal, a kind of internal revolt at Disney, and that this whole business of woke films came from the employees. That they're you know, they're artists within the industry. Many may be a member of uh, be members of minority groups, and it was they who pushed this. But you would think that executives who were paid millions of dollars a year at Disney would realize immediately that this was not what Disney was about, and that they were giving up their brand to satisfy political people. Well, apparently they didn't understand it. Uh, they still are paying enormous salaries. Uh, they not only have ruined the, the image of the uh, movie division, but the theme parks are virtually impossible for the average family to afford. Now, who's taking care of that? You would think if this were Walt Disney, he would worry about that. He'd do something. Uh, what he would do, I don't know. Maybe maybe it's an impossible situation. But uh, he, uh, he was a tough businessman, but he was a good businessman, and he knew his audience. And he knew what he had to do to keep that audience. These people don't seem to care. They reflect to a certain degree the movie industry generally, which has lost interest in the American audience, which has contempt for it. Uh, they, they go to uh, their, their fancy schools and they think that's what makes them uh, ge uh, geniuses. I have never seen any relationship between education and talent. And I used to tell people that when I worked in Hollywood. I, I said, I don't even want to know where you, I don't even know if you, I don't even care if you went to school, you know, as, as long as you can give us a great movie or a great television program, that's all that counts. Right. And it's, it's a changed industry. I don't know if it will ever come back. I certainly don't think the, the feature film industry will. I think television, because it is so accessible, has a future. And uh, there are enough outlets now where people with some talent might find a home. Yes. But you know what I find uh, remarkable is for such a long time, we had this great movie industry and Disney was a big part of that. In fact, Disney was probably the most American original movie company in the world yes. because uh, uh, because of Walt Disney and Mickey Mouse and all of that. And, you know, at one time, you know, when my sons were of the age where they wanted to see these Disney movies, uh, you could always count on, on Disney to put out a good product. Um, you can always count on Disney to put out a product you could take your kids to. I remember when the, the, those uh, movies about the hockey team, you know, I'm, I'm trying to remember the name of the movie. Uh, it was a, a young hockey team that competed. Mm. Uh, I can't remember the name of the movie mm -hmm. right now. The yeah. Anaheim, the Anaheim, whatever it was. The Ducks but or something. The yeah. Ducks, the Anaheim yeah. Ducks, that's it. And, and this movie became so successful, they had to make like three of them. And you could always count on Disney to do something like that, to, to put a product that you wanted to take your kids to and that you were just there for the entertainment. I mean, that's it. You just wanted to go in two hours, you walk out, and everybody was happy. That doesn't seem to be the case now because now they're making movies. First of all, people are not going to see them. 
Uh, and then, like, like you say, when they explain the reason, they go, well, maybe there's a mismatch between what we're making and what the public wants. Well, gee, wow. What a... <laughs> What a what what a discovery! That's right. Uh, I mean, how long do you think it would have taken? Uh, the, you worked uh, for Johnny Carson. How long do you think it would have taken Johnny Carson or his staff to uh, to figure out that maybe uh, whatever they were doing was not going over well with uh, the audience, Bill? It took a night, one night. That's right. That's right. <laughs> Either the audience laughs or it doesn't, you know. And and you can't nowadays if, if the audience doesn't laugh, they go to a psychiatrist. Uh, or, to, or to a college course in screenwriting, you know, and uh, it, that's not the way to do it. You would think that, I mean, just thinking out loud, I I would think that Johnny Carson, if not himself, people around them would check the overnight ratings every night. Well, they do. And, and look at them and say, hey, what happened on Tuesday night? We had a drop. What did we do right? What did we do wrong? And that, you always thought of that of being the essence of any business, not just the movie industry. But it just looks like Disney has decided that they're, you know, they're going to redo Snow White. Yes, they did. Yeah, apparently. And 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 make Snow White all about girl power. Yes. No, I don't know if they released that. (laughs) Not yet. No. No, I think they're redoing it. Actually, they 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 met so much backlash that they are redoing it because the original Snow White. I'm I'm you know I'm sure you know the original Snow White was actually a cute little story. Yeah, uh, the the new Snow White, uh, her little friends were now all politically correct identity politics people. Oh yes, absolutely. and uh, each one had a mission. One wanted to save the world from climate change, the other one from racism, you know, so on. And you know, people just don't don't go for this bill. They don't want to get a lecture. They want to go to be entertained, and if they're parents, they want their children entertained. They don't want to go home and have to explain every little thing about the movie. I mean, if you look at the movies that were popular that, that, and became classics, the, the, certainly the Disney movies were among them. Some they can't show anymore. Song of the South is considered too racially insensitive, although I've never met a black person who objected to it. I mean, it's always somebody else who thinks right. that's me. I want to speak for you. I want you to have a voice. You right. see, so I'm going to speak for you and tell you what to say. Right. Um, uh, but the you know the Wizard of Oz of course comes to mind as the the great example of a a children's movie uh, and uh, uh, and then the adventure movies Robin Hood things like that they were great entertainment for kids on the, on the Saturday morning they really were that's right and there's one that I know my sons used to love well called Dumbo it was his elephant yes an elephant who would fly around but it turns out that that's racist. Well, yes, of course. Yes. And and I'm trying to figure out, you know, I, I'm trying to figure out, you know, I saw that movie 20 times with my sons, and I just thought it was a cute little movie about an elephant. Well, now it turns out that there's a, you know, there's something in there that has to be explained, uh, because like you said, somebody finds it offensive. It's usually a white professor yes. at a college that finds it offensive and writes an article and everybody gets excited. It's like the, the Cleveland Guardians. And the Washington or the Washington Commanders, formerly Redskins, or yes. the Cleveland Guardians, formerly Indians, none of the people who they fed, who they said were offended were actually offended. That's right. That's right. They, uh, uh, you know, they didn't. Some of these these sociologists don't realize when somebody names a sports team, they name it for people who were admired. Not for people who are despised, you know. 
you know, I, I haven't, I haven't seen, I haven't seen a, a, a team called right. the Atlanta Inmates. That's right. <laughs> or the, you know, the the Brooklyn Fools or yeah. the Brooklyn right. Idiots or something. Right. Yeah, I mean, that just doesn't happen. No. You know, it, it, it's it's usually because there's a local characteristic like the Dodgers in Brooklyn or the, you know, the, the Orioles in Baltimore, the Bird, uh, or the Blue Jays in Toronto, something like that. But, you know, teams had names like Giants uh, and, right. and Braves and Redskins, yeah. and, and these were supposed to be, you know, people you look up to. Absolutely, yeah. you did. And, um, and sometimes they have neutral names like the Chicago White Sox. Okay, but it, it wasn't, I don't think, now today they couldn't do that no. because that would be a racist I mean, you would have to have one sock that was white, but another sock that was of color, as That's they right. said. The diversity socks that would right. be called today. They, they would have a, a a different, you know, different shades, I guess, or different stripes representing ah, all of the you interest can't groups. say stripes. That's the Detroit Tigers. That's also racist. That's right. That's I mean, right. What, what, what if you were an animal that didn't have stripes and you had to listen to that name all day long? I know. I know. Isn't that horrible? <laughs> yes. And what if you happened to be a lion that had nothing to do with the South, like That's tigers right. and uh, elephants? I mean, they had nothing to do with slavery. Uh, <laughs> yes. so, so I don't know. I mean, it's crazy, but I, I, I'm happy to see that Disney is at least admitting it now let's hope that the shareholders hear that and maybe uh, have a meeting the next time the board gets together. Maybe the shareholders can say, hey, did you forget that we're lending you the money to do this? <laughs> right, right. Well, I, I did think of one name that was negative, and that was the Pittsburgh Pirates. They, they had, But I guess there was a time when being a pirate was kind of in vogue. You know? Well, maybe. Maybe it was. Uh, I, you know, the one that would really... The one that literally had people upset was the Tampa Bay Devil Rays. Somehow oh. they thought that the Devil no, Rays religious, yeah, were some religious connotation, but in fact it was just the name of a fish. Yes. And <laughs> that's all there was. Well, let, let me move on to another quick topic. Well, that was our friend uh, Bill Katz, the editor of Virgin Agenda. The entire interview with Bill, we got into a lot of other things with him, as we always do. Uh, the entire interview is available in the archives. You can just go back a few days uh, and check out the whole interview. We talked a little bit about Disney and what's happening at Disney, and it's uh, it's a shame because that's one of the great American companies, Disney. I mean, you go all over the world, and, and Disney is, you know, somebody said one time that the three most the three most uh, uh, biggest American exports, I guess, were Mickey Mouse, Elvis Presley, and the Chevrolet. And yes, those are the things. That, I mean, Disney is something that everybody around the world knows about Mickey Mouse and Donald Duck and all of that. And they have ruined it. They, you know, and now they're beginning to suffer the consequences uh, of the fact that the parents, as Bill was saying, they don't want to be lectured. You don't want to take your kids to a movie on a Saturday afternoon for entertainment and have somebody lecture you about sexuality or climate change or whatever, whatever they, uh, they are doing. Well, thank you so much for uh, checking out uh, our Saturday uh, bits and pieces from last week's uh, show. I thank you for listening. Uh, we'll, we will probably be chatting about Texas again on Sunday nights or maybe something else. But thank you very much for listening. Have a great weekend. 
the Cowboys are not playing this weekend, but Texas, the University of Texas is. They've got a big game on Saturday afternoon. So go Texas. Thank you for listening, everybody.